The Big Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Hello and welcome along to the Big Scottish Football Podcast with me, Stephen Mill, and him, Ewan Cameron. We will be producing episodes of this every single Monday throughout the season. I look back at all the weekend's action in Scottish football. We'll have special features, games and guests, and you can find us on all of your podcast platforms, but not Apple Podcasts at the moment. I don't know why. Why is that, producer Callum? Someone didn't do their job properly in time back. Here's my issue with this already And we're only a couple of minutes in You are the producer of the show yeah. right? Yet you're, you're yeah. handing the responsibility To other people So why are you here? Um, Do you know what I mean? What is your job then if you're not actually doing anything? Hold on, what's that in front of you? Have you got your hands on? I've got a clipboard Exactly yeah. Yeah. He gave us clipboards <laughs> he, he gave us the clipboard to I know, it's really good You can also follow us on At Big Football Scott on Twitter You'll find loads of stuff happening On there across the week And by the way This is a brand new podcast So God knows what's going to happen In the next 30 to 45 minutes So I why mean, are we doing this today If we're only meant to be doing on a Monday? Uh, because this is like a preview one Because the season starts at the weekend I don't know if you're aware this uh, yeah, weekend, this weekend the, the, it does start this weekend. Starts. So this is a preview show is, yeah. before the season kicks off at the weekend, and then we're here every Monday here on in. Yes, that's looking happening. back at the weekend stuff. Well explained. Okay, and but you can find it all on your usual podcast platforms, apart from Apple Podcasts. At you the said that already. And uh, at Big Football Scott, go and give us a follow there. Right. So. As Ewan says, we are going to review throughout the season, but this is the preview show, so we've got some predictions coming up because the SPFL season kicks off this weekend, and obviously we're going to start in the Premiership and we'll work our way all the way down to League Two because... No, I don't do that. No, we are going to do that. No, do you know why you don't do it? You do it the other way around because the Premiership is what really matters. So I think you go League Two, League One, Championship, and then we end on a high, the big one, the Premiership which Rangers are going to win. Right, okay, we'll get to that in just a few (laughs) seconds. So, for League Two then, who's winning it and who's finishing bottom and going into the relegation playoff? Okay, remind me who's in League Two. (laughs) (laughs) I knew knew you were going to say that. I already know who's going to win this league, you and Cameron. Do you? I can tell you right now that Forfar are going to win the league. That sounds good to me. Let's go with Forfar. Right, okay, we're going for Forfar. And who is finishing bottom and going into that relegation playoff? Bonnie Rig Rose. You think Bonnie Rigg are going to finish bottom? I think Bonnie Rigg will finish bottom. I thought they were actually quite lucky to get past Cowdenbeath in the playoffs. But they absolutely hammered them. Was it not like 6-1 on aggregate or something? <laughs> was that? Yeah. yeah okay. Again, that's the producer's fault for not telling me that yeah, so before I made a fool of myself. You're going for Bonnie Rigg. Uh, I'm going to go for Albion Rovers because they've been dodging it for a few years and they've done well, to be fair to them. Okay. This so, is the year they will finish So bottom. I agree with that as well. It's Bonnie Rigg or it's Albion Rovers. Right, okay. You can't just agree with me on absolutely everything, you that's well, let's go to League One. Right, League One. Uh, do we have to talk about League One? Um, well, your dad works at Kelly Hearts. Yes, and I'm also a Dunfermline fan as well. So, obviously, we were relegated from the Championship at the end of last season. And, uh, yeah, it's been I, I, okay in the League Cup so far. Before we talk about Dunfermline and Falkirk, which are the two big guns in the league, and I think it's between those two to win promotion directly to the Championship, I was speaking to your dad at uh, your wedding last Saturday yes, at East End Park. And he thinks that they have a chance of getting into the playoffs. I laughed at your dad, and then he looked at me as if he was about to punch me. And um, I said, I think you'll be happy just to stay in the league. I don't think Kelly Hearts are ready 
or prepared to be battling out for a playoff place. If they stay in the league and consolidate themselves, they'll be fine. But I think that's the goal to begin with. Finish eighth in the league, job done. I think Kelty Hearts will be totally fine. I don't think they're going to get involved in any mess at the bottom. I think that's going to be Peter Head, um, unfortunately for Peter Head, and uh, Clyde, I think, will be down at the bottom. I think Clyde will be down. I think Clyde... Uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to go for Peter Head uh, for getting relegated because I think they've been they've been skirting around that for the last few seasons and you're going to go for Clyde. And at the top of the table... Oh, it's a tough one. I mean, so, it is, I do think it's a two-horse race. Let me just say... I think that Queen of the South are dark horses because they had a really decent League Cup campaign and Willie Gibson's the manager there now. I think he's still player manager. And I think that they are going to run Dunfermline and Falkirk very close this season. I think it's going to be a three-way run for the league. So who's your money on? Well, I have to go Dunfermline, clearly. Because you're a Dunfermline fan? Yeah. Is that the only reason you're going for them? I, I are you actually confident you can get out of that league? I, I am confident we can get out of the league because I think we've got a decent enough squad that if it all stays fit, then we'll be not far away from And promotion. just to be annoying, because I know you hate them so much, and uh, the boss is a Falkirk fan, so I need to stay in with her. Um, I'm going to go Falkirk to win the league. I knew you were going to do that. Like, Falkirk to win the you're league. You're nothing if not predictable. Well, also, I live in Falkirk. Yeah. That's where I'm based. I, I've lived there since 2001, so it's it's like home for me. And, it makes and, sense. You can get a house for, what, £7,000 or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> something along those lines? What is it? Like eight shillings. Yeah, eight shillings, yeah. yeah. Is it groats they use in Falkirk still? <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. So, well, um, hold on a minute. I drove your ho- I drove through your hometown on Saturday to get to your wedding. You've yeah. got a cheek. You had to look. You had to look at your back door. Scotland's ancient capital. Actually, it's a city now, mate. So um, <laughs> let's say that. Uh, so you're going Falkirk. I'm, I'm going Falkirk. Dunfermline. Uh, I think. I hope Dunfermline will win the league. Right. Let's move on to the championship. I think the championship is absolutely wide open. It's apart not. Apart from. It's not. Dundee are going to win the league. Dundee will absolutely walk it. The big question is who finishes second, third, and fourth in the playoffs, and who gets relegated. Because I think relegation is wide open as well. So for me, Dundee will walk that league. They'll be in the Premiership next year, but who gets in the playoffs? I'm not too sure. Here's an interesting one: How are Queens Park and Cove Rangers going to do? The two teams that came up from League One. Cove for me are the ones. I think Cove could be a a wee dark horse in that league. I don't think they'll be in any way, shape, or form. Um, going to be in a relegation battle they could be on the fringes of getting into playoffs I think Cove could have a cracking season especially if they turn their home form into a fortress they well, have a great chance exactly but they did lose to Kelly Hearts in the League Cup at home it doesn't matter Hibs lost to Falkirk mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but I mean we'll get on to Hibs in just a wee second I'm but, sure. but, but, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like pre-season the, the, the teams aren't up to scratching they're not ready and they're not prepared so you're always going to get those shocks in the cup how are our both going to do after last season? Finishing second last nah, season? Nowhere to be seen. They missed their chance last year. So do you think they'll they're get, gone? Do you think they'll get relegated? I think they'll be down there fighting relegation. Okay. I really do believe that. I we're, think a bit like Leicester. You remember when Leicester won the league title and then the following season they were fighting relegation right up until like February, March time. I think our both will be in the exact same position as Leicester were in the Premiership a few years ago. I've got a sneaky feeling that Partick Thistle could challenge for the title with Ian McCall in charge. Hmm. They were there or there's about, and then they fell away at the end of the season. But they went through, they went and had a cracking run, and then they fell away in the last four or five games. Also, the first game of the season, Saturday, is Dundee Partick Thistle. So well, I, was, I was about to get to that, mate. I, do you know what I mean, I don't need you to chirp in every two minutes. 
right? <laughs> I, I know what I'm talking about, which is why I just said, why do you think I, I raised the point so of Partick Thistle? I didn't even know he was in League Two. It's <laughs> 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 a very good point, Callum, but the point is, uh, the reason I raised Partick Thistle was the fact... Who? <laughs> Partick Who? Thistle. Ah, yeah. was because they're playing Dundee and it might be a wee marker as to how the season might go. Or as Dundee printed the tickets on Saturday. Patrick Thistle? Patrick yes, Thistle. Patrick Thistle, and then had the cheek to charge them 25 quid to get in as well. Um, so, who is getting relegated from the Championship? We've been unanimous, Dundee. D will go up I totally agree with that as well uh, I'm just looking I think that Morton are going to struggle this season because they released, they released a statement yesterday or I think the day before and they were just basically saying that the fan ownership uh, structure that they've got is not working for them and uh, they basically have to make massive cutbacks they've had to change the entire way that they pay their players Air, Arbroath or Morton those are your bottom three. And, in which order, I'm not sure. And But I need you to pick one, because that's the whole point in predictions, you. Yeah. Right, let's move on to the Premiership then, and get our quick predictions for that. So, what are you going for, you and Cameron? Champions. Shall I go first? Yep. Well, wait, wait, wait a minute. I'll write it down. Rangers champions. I think that Rangers... <laughs> Will win the league But I think Wait, 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 wait I think It comes with a caveat That prediction mm, Because I think a lot could rest On what happens between now And the end of the transfer window Now if Rangers can hold on To Morelos And they can hold on To Ryan Kent They will win the league I do like their new signings Ben Davis is a cracking signing At the back I do like the look At uh, Tom Lawrence As well the new striker looks handy, scored a good goal against Spurs in pre-season. You've got the um, the young lads on the right, you've got Kent on the left. Oh, he's, he's lightning, he's he's rapid. What's his name? Matondo. Matondo, he looks the part. And if he... If... <laughs> Why are you laughing? Carry on. Why are you encouraging this? Carry on. It's fine, I just thought we needed a wee bit of music in the background they've while got, we were speaking they, about your team. Right, they've got great experience in the middle of the park. And Lundstrom came on to a cracking game at the end of the season. Mm. I think Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has learned a lot about his team. And I don't think you'll see Rangers slip up the way they did last year at home to Motherwell when they're 2-0 up or they're at Ross County and they lose a last-minute equaliser. So I think that won't happen because I think Giovanni's learned a lot about his team. And for that reason and that reason alone, I think that Rangers will win the championship this year. I really do believe it. However, a lot will depend on the Champions League. Now, Celtic are already there. Rangers are still to qualify for that. But if both of them are in the Champions League, um, that's another anomaly we've got to take into consideration because that's going to take a lot of the team as well and it's going to affect their squad. Are you allowed to play songs on a podcast? Honestly, not sure, but it was worth it. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. I'll stop it. I'll stop it now. So you're, ne- you're nearly finished talking about your, uh, your no, team. No, no. I'm, 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 what, see Celtic. Mm-hmm. Nobody but nobody gave them a chance last year to win the league. Even pals of mine who are Celtic fans. And I think, and this is controversial, right? Celtic didn't win the league. Rangers lost it. At Big Football Scott on Ra- Twitter. Rangers threw it away and Celtic got lucky. See if Rangers didn't have to change their manager. Yeah. Rangers would have won the league last year. Steven Gerrard would have won the league last year for Rangers. I've got no doubt about it. And if it wasn't for the Europa League run, there's every chance Giovanni Van Bronckers might not be here today to manage Rangers because the Rangers fans at the start of the year leading up to the Europa League final 
were actually quite angry, upset and annoyed at Giovanni, thinking he didn't know what he was doing, didn't have a clue. But I think he's been given some time because of what happened in the Europa League. And I think he'll have learned a lot about his team and he will win the league for Rangers this year. Let's tear you away from talking about Rangers for one second. If well, that's we're talking possible. about who's winning the league title and I'm telling you why I think it's Rangers. And let's go to the bottom of the league. Who's getting relegated? No. Who are you? Who do you think's winning the league? I think Rangers will win the league. <laughs> <laughs> you don't just say that for comedy effect. Uh, no, no, I, I, no, I actually, well, I have to pick one of them because unfortunately, it's not going to be anyone else who wins the league. Um, I think it's going to be super, super, super tight. I think it's a total tossing a coin. I, I think it depends how Rangers' new signings bed in. I do like Tom Lawrence. I think he's very good. I've seen him at Derby yeah. uh, over the last few years, so I, I do think he's a decent signing. And you're quite right in what you say. If Rangers can keep their players, I think they've got a really good chance. I think it's as close as it's been for a number of years. I think it's a total toss-up, and uh, I think it'll go right down to the wire. Eight points plus. Okay, right. You're going eight, Rangers by eight points plus. I'm going Rangers. Goal difference okay. Goal difference Goal oh, that's difference some, That's some end to the season Bottom of the table Who's getting relegated Livingston <laughs> You hate Livingston So They've got nothing to offer So obviously um, Let's just explain a wee bit Behind the scenes What happens in radio Okay so Obviously on Clyde 1 You have Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Every single Saturday It's massive I'm sure many 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 of you listen to that In Glasgow in the West However At the same time when that's on Myself and Ewan are doing another show Called the Big Saturday Football Show And that goes out Across the rest of Scotland Basically On all our other stations And Ewan has an agenda On that show Against Livingston I don't To the point To the point that he has had somewhat threatening DMs on Twitter from people in West Lothian, accusing him of, quote, having an anti-West Lothian agenda, which I think is hilarious. I don't. And was it not Livingston, the social media team, called you out? They did. And made a bit of a fool of you on Twitter as well. And it went viral. It did, yeah. 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 But I'm going to have the last laugh, because one day my prediction will be right, and they will get relegated, and I think it could be this season. Do you know what the thing is, though? If you, if you were to lay aside your anti-West Lothian agenda, an, do you genuinely believe that Livingston are the poorest team in the division? Bear in mind they finished 7th comfortably last year. I have nothing against West Lothian. I have nothing against Livingston. I love the designer outlet. I've been there many a time <laughs> to do some shopping. And they've got some great deals on. And see when the sales are on at Christmas, that's where to go. Go to Livingston. They've got great shopping centres. And they've got fantastic restaurants outside or indoors. Whatever you want, it's there for you. Love it. Their drive through McDonald's at the big roundabout as you're headed through to Edinburgh, really good. It's perfect. Off the motorway, into McDonald's, back on the motorway, go to Edinburgh. Fantastic. I What I don't like about Livingston, right, and I've got a lot of friends at Livingston. I've even got a pal, James Penrice. He plays for Livingston. I'm pals with his mum. And I got my Rottweiler from, her, from his uh, mum. Mm-hmm. And I don't like the plastic pitch, right? Like, I don't like the plastic pitch at Kilmarnock. I don't think a plastic pitch should be anywhere near the top flight of Scottish football. It's just my opinion. I don't like it. Nobody goes to their games. They're on Twitter all the time begging people to turn up to go and see them. But there are streams of buses leaving Livingston to go to Edinburgh to see Hearts or Hibs or to go to Glasgow to see Celtic or Rangers. That's not necessarily their fault, though. I'm not saying it's their fault, but nobody really has an interest in Livingston. And, and, and a bit like Gretna... They've really got nothing to offer. And when they turn up at Tynecastle, it's one man and his dog in the away stand. 
it's quite sad and it's quite lonely for him. Okay. And sometimes I feel like I want to go and sit beside them. So to go back to the original question that I asked, I, are they the poorest team in the Premiership? I think that they will be in the bottom two, whether the it could be relegated or in the playoff, <laughs> but one of the two. Again, I think it's going to be really tight at the bottom end of the table like it was last year. I'm going to say that Kilmarnock are going to be totally fine under Derek McInnes. They will I have, agree with you. They will have no problems staying up. I don't think they'll be totally fine. I think Hibs are in for a shocker because the way Hibs are being run is just diabolical. Please tell me you think that Hibs are going to be in a relegation fight. I do. I don't think they're going to get relegated because I think they've got enough. You think they're bottom six material? I think Hibs will finish bottom six this season. And I think relegation this season will be St Mirren. Well, there are issues there with the, the former Motherwell boy. What's his name again? Stephen Robinson. Stephen Robinson, yes. So I think that St Mirren... While they had I know that season last year Obviously they lost Jim Goodwin to Aberdeen When they were on a really good run But then when Stephen Robinson came in It was, you know It took ages to get the first win There are problems there I think St Mirren are weak And I think they're going to finish bottom of the table And I think it's going to be between them and St Johnston You think St Johnston again will be down there struggling? I They've lost Callum Hendry, who basically kept them up last year oh, with his goals. I, I think St. Johnson won't be as bad as they were last year. You can't be as bad as that. I think there are worse teams in the league, and I think Livingston will be one of those teams. Uh, they've lost a couple of players. They've lost Forrest to Hearts, and he looks a decent sign-in. I watched him against Crawley Town a couple of weeks ago at Tynecastle. I think it's Livingston and... Yeah, St Mirren I'm going to go It's between those two For relegation They're definitely Getting relegated In your opinion St Mirren are going down This season And the playoffs will be St Johnston So I'm going to say St Mirren for relegation And Livingston in the playoffs Okay, that's fine then Right Uh, Just very quickly um, I've already said That Hibs are going to have a shocker Any other teams That you think are going to have a shocker Aberdeen You you think Aberdeen Aberdeen. Even though they've had A really good League Cup campaign I'm telling you right now Aberdeen will not make The top six I actually think they'll be touch and go for top six. Why are you shaking your head at me? I think that's the worst shout you've made all day. And that's a saying something for you and Cameron. Right. Can, Ricky, can I back this up then? Fine, right. Yeah, so, you've, so top for me, Rangers, Celtic. Right. So that's, that's a fight between those two for the league title. Mm-hmm. You've then got Hearts who are going to be out on their own. Nobody's going to challenge them for third. They're way better than the rest in the league. There's no doubt about that in my mind. The big question for me when it comes to Hearts... Can we get closer to Rangers and Celtic? What was the point difference last year? 18. 18. Can Hearts close that gap from last year? I think they can. The key f- to that happening is that we need to make Tynecastle or Fortress and not give away stupid points. If we make Tynecastle or Fortress and we get more wins than not at, that, at our stadium, then we could close the gap on the big two. Who finishes underneath them? You're going to laugh at this. I actually think that Hibs might come good. I genuinely believe under Lee Johnson, he's a good manager, right? Now, I know there's been problems. Listen, I know there's been problems there in the summer and in the League uh, Cup campaign, but I think they've made some interesting signings. I think once that team beds in, they could come good. Only just there at the weekend. What was the friendly they played there? They just beat a 
It was a Premiership Norwich. club. Well, they beat Norwich, yeah. It, it, was, it was Norwich. Right, I, right. I beat a B team Norwich. Who, Doesn't matter whether like, there's a B team. Because the actual no, Norwich team had played Celtic the day before. But I, I, I was, I was watching. Was, if that's your logic, let's not wait a minute. Stop now. I, know, I watched. I watched the highlights of that game, right? And I thought Hibs played all right. I really do. It doesn't matter whether there's a B team, an A team, a C team, a D team. Who cares? They went out, clean sheet, and they looked better than they had done in the League Cup games. I think Hibs are going to surprise us this year. And I think they're top six. Okay, I right. genuinely believe that they're top six. I think that's nuts. I think Lee Johnson's a good signing. I don't think he is. I think he's, oh. he's been sacked from his two previous jobs. But he has been successful as well. I mean, how many managers get sacked and come back and do great? Look at Mourinho. Well, he's, he was sacked here, there and everywhere. But he always comes back and he does really well. He won the European you, Conference League for Roma. You you just hear that there. Yeah. That, was, that was you and Cameron comparing Lee Johnson to <laughs> Jose Mourinho. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I'm just glad someone else heard that there. So at Big Football Scott, if you want to get in touch, let's move on with some alternative predictions, shall we? So quick fire these, you and Cameron. Are you ready? Go on. How many penalties will Rangers get across the full campaign? 38. 38 a penalty a game <laughs> so they they had 18 I'll get 38 this year in all competitions last season but uh, the, can I again I'm not defending Rangers or sticking up for Rangers here by saying this but this is a quick fire. just hold on a wee second see when you are a club like Rangers or Celtic you're going to have the most of the possession you're going to be doing most of the attacking mm-hmm. you're going to be in the opposition box more often than not so the chances are you're going to get more penalties than anybody else so why is that a shock to anybody anyway move on quick fire Ewan oh, okay. we'll remind you of what that means afterwards okay. how many goals will Celtic concede in their Champions League group stages this season Oof. they conceded 18 in their 17-18 campaign well it depends on who they get eh right enough but there's every chance they'll get a Liverpool or a PSG or a Quick, quick fire Oh quick, quick fire, fire yeah. Can I go uh, 14 14 Right 14. okay that's fine mm-hmm. uh, When will Hibs sack Lee Johnson? They won't I've just Ever I've just, Ever, I've, I've just uh, ever. Well not this S- season He's safe no, for this okay, season Okay right that's fine That's all I need not Why this are you season. laughing Callum? See producer Callum He's doing my boxing And we're only 20 minutes in That's fine That was the answer I needed from you he's giggling at me It's quick fire Not this season That's fine Which signing Will be the biggest flop? Oh Orange Oh, you're only saying Lawrence Shankland because you're a Dundee United fan. But you see the two goals that he scored the other day there Quick against fire. Stoke. Quick fire. Um, Quick the fire. biggest flop. Oh, who could that be? Do you know what? I, I said that he looks decent enough. But possibly the new Rangers striker. He scored a good goal against Spurs. Antonio Cholak. Yeah. That... Yeah, it might take time for him to bed down. I'm not saying it's going to be an absolute flop, but yeah, you know I'm getting that. Okay, when will you first call for Robbie Nielsen to be sacked? Bear in mind that you've done that. You even did it last season at one point. I did. Um, If we lose to Hibs in the second game of the season. (laughs) (laughs) Second game of the season. Brilliant. Uh, When will I concede that Dunfermline will not win League (laughs) 1? Before Christmas. Okay, before Christmas, that's fine. And uh, who will win the statement league table this year? And why is it definitely going to be Falkirk again? What's a statement league table? You know when clubs release a statement and however many they do per year goes into the statement league table. So Rangers are always pretty high up on that league table. But they've got every right. Yeah, but it, we're not talking we're not, about whether yeah. it's justified or not. It's just how many statements people release. Yeah, but when you make a statement, there's a reason for that statement. And they've, yeah. they've, got, they've got a right to make that statement. That every statement Falkirk made last season was worthwhile. Yeah. 
Okay, right. Why are you saying you're saying they're not? Absolute nonsense, yeah. Well, no, no but they felt it was right at the time. Tiny, right, tiny that is our predictions done. That was not quick fire, but never mind about that. But you need to, you need to qualify the answers. You don't have to... If you give just a, a one-word answer, it doesn't sound right. Okay, right, that's fine. We're moving on. The Big Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Okay, welcome back to the podcast Thank you very much if you've made it this far I'd be surprised uh, that you are listening To the big Scottish football podcast With me, Stephen Mill And Ewan Cameron So, this is a preview episode That you can listen to us every single Monday Throughout the season And we're looking forward to it, Ewan This is good This has been in the works for a wee while now So it's, I'm glad that it's actually come to we've, fruition We've been chatting about it, haven't we? Exactly. And we thought, why not give everybody a wee podcast uh, of, us, of us talking nonsense about Scottish football but we need to set some house rules because I don't know if you've seen this this week so Aston Villa recently released their fine system for the upcoming season so some examples no wearing flip flops in the shower £100 fine leaving plates cups at the dining table £100 fine if you get booked for descent it's a £200 fine if you're late for training it's £500 fine and if you're late for a meeting, walk, or the coach on match day, you're fined £1,000. Can we go back to the first one? Not wearing flip-flops in the shower. Is that because they pee in the shower and they don't want that being walked around the dressing room? Uh, possibly. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, think, I think everybody pees in the shower. Yeah. And, I mean, do, like, you, do you, Producer Callum? There's one I forgot to put on here because I'm just going to ignore that. Um, which is if they get a red card, they have to take the entire team out within four weeks for dinner. Yeah, but answer the question. I've never once. You've never once peed in the shower? Callum's you, a very a very clean man. So am I. I've, I I'm a very clean man. Do I've, you know Ewan has no hair below his neck? Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's like a bean. <laughs> <laughs> He is, right. he's like a big bean. Right. See, when we have these private conversations when we're on nights out where I like to shave, mm-hmm. that's a private conversation. Yeah. This is yeah. not for a podcast. He's, bo- he's body bald, <laughs> yes. is what we'll call him. I'm, I'm body bald. Yeah, okay. that's that you, you're body um, bald. So, so why don't you pee in the shower? What's wrong with that? It's, um, what's what I'm looking for? Absolutely disgusting. That's where you clean yourself, not where you silly yourself with your own urine. <laughs> but you do know that if I were, if you were to get stung by a jellyfish, I would pee on you to make it better. Great. Well, two things. One, I don't want a jellyfish in my shower. I don't want you in it either. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think that's a <laughs> I was going to chuck a jelly, a, a jellyfish into your shower just so I can jump in and pee on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the title of the episode. But yeah, like... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The jellyfish and the Ewan Cameron peeing. So, um, fine system. First of all, yeah. we're going to introduce some house rules. I haven't seen these. Ewan hasn't seen these. Uh, Producer Callum has come up with the house rules. So, are you ready? Yeah, go on. Okay. So, what, what's the what's the level of the fine list? By the way, what we're we going for, like a pound or something? Yeah, we, we can put it to cash for kids or something. No, team night out. Are you kidding me? Oh, team night out. Yes, exactly. Yes. We're doing enough for cash for kids. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it always about cash for kids? Right, okay, so every time one of these things happen, a pound goes in at the kitty for, and it's your job to keep track of this because I think this might go out of control because the first one... Not peeing on Callum. (laughs) (laughs) The first one is when you name drops a C-list celebrity pal, example, (laughs) Stephen Purden. (laughs) Amy McDonald. Right, there we go. Right, okay, so there we go. So whenever you name drop, Uh okay, you're going to get a fine, okay? Yeah. Uh, Stephen refusing to admit he got something wrong. You're pretty bad at not admitting to stuff that you get wrong with. Okay, you're, right you're a nightmare for that. 
Well, I don't know if that's true. But then the producer account ultimately makes the decision not whether you are um, refusing that you're wrong or not. I think think you're wrong on that one. Anyway, we'll agree to disagree. So that goes on the list. Either of you plug your radio shows more than once per podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, well, we we can get it out of the way. So obviously I'm on air uh, from four o'clock weekdays on the Hits Radio Network with Gary Spence. Can I just say that you're the talented one? Without you, that shows are nothing. Yeah, well... You you are the... Right, see, back in the day, right, I hosted a football show. It was the biggest oh, football here, show here in here Scotland. And I worked... Back in real radio days. And I worked... We I had worked, a phone and it was great, me and Ruffy. I, I, do, I, I don't sound like that. You do, yeah. Right, and I worked with people like Frank McAvenny. Well, like right? Alan Ruff. I mean, oh, they keep saying those names. Right, right. <laughs> I, I worked with the likes of Frank McAvenny, John Robertson, Hearts legend, Gary Mackay, Alan Ruff, Scotland legend. We worked for 10 years years together he went to the world cup don't you know <laughs> <laughs> we did a phone and it was very successful i don't know if you remember but it was so successful they got rid of it wait a minute wait no no I... and i closed down the station no 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 hold on hold on a wee second right hold on no, no you're not getting away with that you prick <laughs> Right, right. I walked away from the football show, right, to do the breakfast show, and then it died because it couldn't live without me. Yeah. That's the truth of the matter. And the reason we're doing this is because you need me more than I need you. Shut up. Shut up, honestly. Right. Right, What's the next rule? Next rule is any impression and or accent from Stephen. So oh, you're good at them, mate. When I do, I, see, why are you banning me from no, doing I don't accents? Th- don't ban them. No, because I can't hear George Galloway again. Oh, I please do George Galloway. Or do me and Callum. We could have a great time, you know. <laughs> me and you, we could get some oil together, oil each other up, you know. Me, you, Saddam. This is why. Get, get the gang back together. Uh, right, okay, we that's can, fine. We can go and shower and pee on each other. <laughs> <laughs> is he laughing? Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's the laughing George Galloway over in the corner there. Um, do you have a jellyfish? <laughs> um, right, uh, next one on our house rules. Ewan pretending he supports Heart of Midlothian when Rangers is his one true love. Again, can I just uh, repeat my life story? Okay. Right. I grew up in Edinburgh. I lived in Wester Hills. I went to Dunbrydon <laughs> Primary School. I went to the Wester Hills Education Centre. I then moved from the Wester Hills Education Centre to Tynecastle High. Why did I move to Tynecastle High? Because I wanted to be near to Tynecastle Stadium, where my heroes were playing at the time. The likes of John Calhoun, the likes of Neil Berry, Henry, Henry Smith, Gary Mackay, John Robertson. You, I mean, it was, uh, it was household names. Yep. And Gary Mackay gave me his training top, which I've still got in my house. I was a season ticket holder at Heart Midlothian Football Club. My family are Hearts fans. But I also like Rangers. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm just, I'm just playing to the crowd because that's what you all think. I mean, you're actually not joking. Anyway, next house rule. Stephen referencing England losing on penalties to Italy in the Euro 2020 final. So, I mean, we've got the World Cup coming up, so there will be, we'll chat about that, I'm yeah. sure, later on. Yeah. In the, in the podcast series. So. You do like to remind people what happened to England at Wembley at the Euros. Forza Italia. Uh, Ewan spending even one second talking about his dog. <laughs> I'm not, but you're not going to find me for talking about Harley, are you? One pound. <laughs> no, but we're setting the rules up here. Don't be charging me now. 11 quid so far. Just so yeah, okay. What? Right. Uh, it was 11 quid between the two of us. Yep. Oh, this is going to be an expensive podcast. <laughs> okay. Stephen spending even one second talking about his rabbit. You and do I, like your rabbit. Henrik's cool. 12 pounds. I met your rabbit. 
That's what you did, yeah. I was walking home um, in Edinburgh and I bumped into your now wife who was carrying the rabbit. We should also qualify why it's called Henrik because people get ideas. I, t- I mean, the thing is, it's, I don't know whether I want to do that either because it was named after Henrik Stenson, who, who's hardly flavour of the month now as well, to be is honest. Is that why you named him Henrik? I didn't name him Henrik. Uh, he, he was pre- Anna? He preceded me. Oh, you're right, um, okay then. Uh, the uh, rabbit was there before me. Can I, can I I've just um, obviously mentioned that I bumped into your now wife in Edinburgh and she was carrying Henrik the rabbit. Mm-hmm. And I never found out why she was carrying Henrik the rabbit around. she was coming to me. Yeah, no, but you were at work, so why was she bringing the rabbit to you? No, because we were just finishing. That's why you'd met her, because we'd finished no, the No, no, but why was the rabbit out? Because she was bringing the rabbit to me, and then we were going collectively, parent and rabbit, <laughs> back to my flat. Oh, right, so you're going back to flat. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right, yeah. Right. So, I mean, other, she wasn't taking the rabbit out for a walk <laughs> like a mentalist. <laughs> Although you do get rabbit harnesses where you can put them Oh, in. you're joking. You, do, you know, you can't. I mean, they hate them. They absolutely yeah. hate them. Uh-huh. So any other rabbit parents out there, you can get me uh, at Stephen Mill on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram. Uh, right, a couple more of these. Uh, every time Ewan forgets the producer's name and calls him the producer. Because when I first arrived here at the radio station, um, Callum, who I do love, and he's a lovely guy, but he was the last person's name that I knew in the building. And I just used to call him mate. Yeah. For months, I just called him mate so I did not know what his name was. And when you get to that point in a relationship where you've gone months and you don't know the person's name, you can't then approach them and go, by the way, what's your name? Yeah. So I just called him mate for uh, ages and ages and ages. And then what did he do? He set me up with George Bowie on uh, Bowie at Breakfast. Right, okay. And then um, that's when I was outed for not knowing his name because he showed me a picture, did Bowie, on the breakfast show of him, producer Callum, and I didn't have a clue who he was. (laughs) (laughs) There's one more house rule, then I'm going to come back to a similar story from that. So the final house rule is every time you, you and Cameron, refer to Rangers as we. Um, So... What but, are we on? But, but we are going to win the league. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we on now? £12? 13. 13, 13 pounds. pounds, right, okay. Just to go back to that, just a very quick story about how, you know, you didn't know who Callum was. No. There's a slightly awkward situation uh, that's happening in Super Scoreboard at the moment, right, okay? Yeah. And Callum's worried because he's the producer of Super Scoreboard. He is. So he's like, where are you going with this, Stephen? Now, you'll know Andrew McLean. Who's, who did the summer shows Yes And he's uh, the chief reporter yeah. As well Very talented And you know Gordon Duncan of course yes. Who's the main host Of Super yes. Scoreboard Both lovely 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 no. guys Right where, where, <laughs> Lovely guys Where are you going with this So <laughs> There's a situation Where Gordon Duncan Doesn't follow Andrew McLean On Twitter <laughs> right? right Does Andrew McLean Follow Gordon Yes <laughs> But Gordon still likes his tweets and stuff But doesn't follow him <laughs> And Gordon's reasoning for not following him now Is because it's Well it's too far down the line now. It is, it's right And do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? I don't follow Gordon Duncan for the very same reason <laughs> Amazing I mean he's probably glad of that Let's be honest true, true. He's probably glad of that Right, okay Those are the house rules set You are listening to the Big Scottish Football Podcast the Big Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Right, we're going to have guests on throughout the season. We're going to have games. We're going to have features as well, which means you have to get involved with stuff. So, 
For this coming Monday, our first proper, proper podcast, looking back on the weekend, you can get in touch with us, Stephen Mill or Ewan Cameron on Twitter. If you don't follow us already, give us a follow. And you can head to our podcast page as well. It's at Big Football Scott, and you can get a shout on there. So, this is what we're going to do. If Scottish football was dot, dot, dot. Uh-huh. Okay? So the first one we're going to do is, if Scottish football were a zoo... And then any player or manager, referee, mascot, famous fan from any era who'd fit in a Scottish football zoo. An example for you. Lee Wallace would win there because he's a snake. <laughs> right? <laughs> Ray McKinnon would be in there because he's a snake. Right? You get, you get where I'm going with this, right? Uh-huh. So you can either go down that road or you can go for Blair Lyons. Scottish football player. Uh-huh. He would be in there. Lions. Okay. Ah, right, okay. So he's in the zoo. Right. But Joe- Lee Wallace doesn't have a snake in his name. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we need to explain that. No, we don't. So we can do another one, for example. James does a bear shit in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And that also works for Alan as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That yeah that that's very good. Yeah, yeah. You could have David Turnbull. A Turnbull, bull, yes. A bull would be in the zoo. Yeah. So Anything like that We're going to compile The Scottish footballing zoo On Monday Okay So you need wow. to get in touch Over the weekend If any of that If you're watching a game At the weekend You're like Oh that'll fit Or it's It doesn't even need to be good Because let's be honest Ewan's on the show So it doesn't need to be good at all So it's At Big Football Scott On Twitter Or you can get myself Or Ewan on social media as well Just fire it along So something like um, Hugh DeLassie Lassie the dog. Yes, yes. The Lassie. Exactly. How good is that? I'll give you another one. Go on. Callum McGregorilla. <laughs> I like okay. that. So, so that gets in as Can well. Can we do this every week, or is it just for this yeah. Monday? No. So we're going to do a different topic every week. So oh, okay. this week is the zoo. Who's Got in the, Who's in the Scottish footballing zoo? So get in touch at Big Football Scott, and we'll get your best shouts on before uh, before the end of the podcast next time. So uh, that'll be on Monday. Remember, you can get it in all your usual places apart from Apple Podcasts because Calm hasn't done his job correctly yet. Right. Uh, a couple of more things to run through before we end. The show The Big Football Podcast With Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron There's also something else we're going to do At the end of every podcast We're going to do Ask Us Anything Alright Okay Mm -hmm. So it's literally Any question About football About Ewan Cameron About me About producer Callum Just life Life in general. If you want to know stuff about my wife. Exactly. My likes, my dislikes. Ask us any question on at Big Football Scott. Because this is what podcasts are about. It's about being relatable. Mm -hmm. It's about talking about your life. And it's basically just putting it all out there. Yeah. And people get to know who you really are as a person. What makes you tick? What makes you angry? Yep. What turns you on? Mm, this music. Peeing in the shower, for peeing example. In the shower, <laughs> peeing in the shower, all that stuff. So it doesn't have to involve peeing in the shower or football or sport or broadcasting or Rangers 
FC for Ewan. Uh, any question you want answered, you can tweet us at BigFootballScott. So get in touch. We'll try and run through some of them at the end of the show. Obviously, we'll give you a shout out as well. So, um, yeah, that's just about it, Ewan Cameron. No, it's not. Can I can I just bring one more thing up? Yes, I was out playing golf recently at Loch Lomond. Oh, here it goes. That, 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 that needs to be some sort of name drop. No, it's coming. Yeah, it okay, is right. coming. Right, okay. It's definitely coming. Okay. So um, I was invited to play a round of golf at Loch Lomond um, by some very important people. And uh, one of the guests was uh, Clyde Super Scoreboard pundit and former Celtic defender, Mark Wilson. There it is. There it is. Another wee name drop there. Mm-hmm. And um, we had a lovely day. It was fantastic. But we got into a bit of a heated debate on our round of golf. Because I don't think he's a real Celtic fan. I genuinely do not believe that he's a real Celtic fan and he only pretends to be a Celtic fan because he played with a club. And there are a number of players out there in Scotland who pretend to be a fan of a particular club just because they played there. Do you mean pundits? Pundits. Yes. Football pundits. Okay. Generally speaking, football pundits. And I think that this show should out these people. Yeah, so for example... The best example we can give you. Yoon pretends to support Hearts, but he actually supports Rangers. But I'm not a pundit. But and I would deny that I because of I, my I, history and my life. I grew up in Edinburgh and I went to Hearts Football Club. Right, right shot. Right, so, so, so see when it comes to football punditry, yep. you'll know better than me, Producer Callum. Uh-huh. Is Mark Wilson of Clyde Super Scoreboard 100% bona fide Celtic fan? I hate to disappoint you. Is he really? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, definitely. He grew up loving Celtic. Mm-hmm. He went to the games. Dad's a huge Celtic fan. So he was sitting on the shoulders of his dad at he Parkhead. T- he tells a story about when he went to sign for Celtic and he went to Parkhead to sign for them and his dad sat outside and chain-smoked cigarettes for about four hours because he thought his son would feel the medical because of his bad knee. Bad knee, yeah. So I think that proves the point that he loves them. And so so he's family. 100% a Celtic fan. Yes. So he has every right to be as critical... And as biased as he is about Celtic because he is a proper Celtic fan. He bleeds green. Right. John Hartson, right? John Hartson, who was at Celtic for five minutes. When you look at his entire career, he was at Celtic for five minutes. Mm -hmm. He comes across as if he's a bigger Celtic fan than Mark Wilson. This is a guy who played at Luton. Do you think when he was there, his dream was Celtic? Of course it wasn't. He didn't give two hoots about Celtic. Didn't care for Celtic. When he was at Arsenal, did he care about Celtic? No, he didn't. When he was kicking the face of Ayo Berkovic at West Ham, was he thinking of Celtic? He wasn't. Yet here he is, as a football pundit in Scotland, narrow-minded, blinkered, biased, paranoid. How does that happen? You're allowed to be all of that if you're a Celtic fan, if you're a Celtic man, if you grew up as a Celtic fan, he didn't. He's one of the worst football pundits in Scottish football. And and that's coming from you, Ewan. So, I mean, that's, that really is quite right, something. So, 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 he's a Swansea fan, as you know. There you go. So he's a Swansea fan pretending to be a Celtic fan and all the Celtic fans are lapping it up. Can you not like two teams, though, that are in different countries that don't compete against each other? I, I mean, I, you like two teams that compete against each other. Hearts and Rangers. You need to stop this, by the way, mate. I know this is a preview show to the podcast, but I tell you what, I will not be back on Monday if you keep this fucking shit up. 
So each week, I think we should out football pundits in Scotland who pretend to be something that they're not just to court favour with a particular fan base. Out the pundit, we'll call it. Out the pundit's a great shout. Out the pundit, right. We'll do that on Monday as well. But that is us for today. And remember, this will be the first of many, many episodes throughout the season. Remember to subscribe via your regular podcast provider for new episodes every single Monday, apart from Apple Podcasts at the moment, because Cam hasn't sorted that yet. So it's a bye from me, Stephen Mill, and from him, you and Cameron. We will catch you Monday for the next Big Scottish Football Podcast. The Big Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron.